Welcome to the Subject Composition and Light Photography Podcast. Show notes, links and contact details can be found at robnunphoto.com. That's www.robnunphoto.com. SCL is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network and loads of other great tech podcasts can be found over at www.techpodcast.com. Now on with the show. Hi, this is Rob from SCL, the Subject Composition and Light Photography Podcast. This is my little audio diary about my journey through the wonderful world of photography. Well, it's the 18th of November 2012. Um, I'm recording here in Gosport um, in Hampshire on the south coast of the UK. Of the UK. (laughs) And um, yeah, here we go. It's been a couple of weeks since the last podcast, so thanks for your patience. Everybody who's still subscribed and tuning in. What I'm going to be talking about today is a kind of a regular thing I normally do before Christmas every year, and that's um, Christmas present ideas. Um, just some ideas, you know, maybe from stuff to ask for, to maybe get for yourself with some Christmas cash you get or some gift vouchers, um, or maybe to buy it after Christmas. Look out in the sales things like that um, so why don't we just get started straight away and dive in well you know this year I've been playing around a lot with flash and um, off-camera flash in particular so maybe one of the first things you could think about getting um, or treating yourself to or suggesting somebody else buy for you would be an off-camera flash um, and the great thing about off-camera flashes is there's a massive range available everything from the ones I've been using like Yongnuo um, flashes which you can buy very cheap on eBay um, excuse me through to the original equipment manufacturer ones such as Canon, Nikon, Pentax um, and all that sort of business whoops um, <laughs> just had a main camera failure there apologies um, I'm uh, just for experiment's sake having a go at recording the podcast on video again you may remember I did it did it a while ago um, and uh, it was okay but it was a little bit not complicated to do but it was quite uh, time consuming um, to set it up and then edit it because I was adding in pictures and stuff but I thought I've actually managed to figure out how to transfer files seamlessly from my Galaxy Nexus to my computer um, which funnily enough if you think about getting a, a Galaxy Nexus one of the problems with it is that it doesn't have USB support but that's not a problem really as long as you've got uh, a newer version of um, Windows or a Mac or or a copy of XP like I have but you remember to update it to Windows Media Player 11 because then you can transfer files really simply and I've finally managed to do that 
and uh, so now I can transfer vid large video files really quickly over to my computer. So anyway, so what you just heard there, if you listen to the audio podcast, was my phone falling off its bracket. And if you're watching the video, you would have just seen that happening. So back to Flash. So yeah, so there's everything from Yongnuo cheap ones to original equipment ones. Everything for everybody's budget, or you know, you could even get cheap second, cheaper second-hand ones on eBay. Although for the price of the Yongnuo flashes and flashes like that, you know, they're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty good prices no just remember that obviously the cheaper flashes don't tend to be built quite as well as the more expensive ones so you've got to treat them with kid gloves and uh, not expect quite so much life expectancy from them and then to go along with any potential um, flashes you get what you'll also be needing is a off-camera flash solution as well a wireless trigger um, to fire these flashes because on-camera flash is great, but off-camera flash is better because you can get interesting shadows and use things like shoot-through umbrellas and reflectors and all this sort of stuff. Um, I personally use the JJC ones, which are very inexpensive as well, um, but there's everything through to pocket wizards, um, radio poppers and everything in between. And having off-camera flash just opens up a lot of avenues for you to explore with your photography. Um, and it's a bit of a wrap it's a bit of a rat's hole that I've uh, <laughs> gone down, and um, and uh, there's lots, lots, lots more stuff to do. Right, what I'm going to do now, <laughs> you might have heard that, is the fact the video just fell over again. I'm just going to hold my uh, camera in my hand. There we go. So apologies to the audio listeners, and apologies to the video watchers because uh, the camera fell over. Um, but I think what it is, I'm using a suction bracket, and it can't quite suck on stuff, and it keeps on flipping off. Um, so, you've got your off-camera flash, you've got your wireless trigger. Next up, um, something to hold that flash, like a light stand with a flash bracket and then some sort of light modifier, uh, either a shoot-through umbrella or perhaps a maybe a softbox or a reflector uh, umbrella. Um, and again, light stands can be had pretty cheap on eBay. Uh, you want the fold-up types and then make sure you get a flash bracket to go with it that actually holds the bracket but you get an umbrella bracket um, so it has like a mount on the top for the flash and then another little hole in it that you can push an umbrella through and the reason why that you want to use an umbrella with your um, uh, with your flash is because it, def it um, softens the light, it makes the, the light source a lot bigger which means that that light is softer and a lot more flattering to your subjects and you can also get a much better um, well, not better. You just get a different look to the photographs, especially a lot different than um, than on-camera flash. Now, once you've got, say, a light stand and a flash bracket and some sort of umbrella or light modifier, you may want to take it to the next level. Um, and something I've definitely got my eye on, maybe not this Christmas, maybe next Christmas or birthday in between, would be something like an Orbis ring flash. And you may say, what on earth is an Orbis ring flash? Well, normally... Um, a ring flash is something, imagine a flash in a circle, in a ring, that's around the end of your lens. Um, and normally they're big, expensive things that you would normally only get in a studio. And the advantage of using a ring flash is that it creates this massive amount of light that lights your subject um, and gets rid of almost all the the, the shadows on, on their faces. So it's very flattering for portraits. Um, the disadvantage is that normally very very expensive but Orbis have uh, uh, designed this ring flash that actually 
what you do is it's like this disc and you shove your flash into the bottom of it and then hold it over the lens of your camera um, and they do a bracket as well so that you can mount it to the bottom um, so your flash is like the thing that's providing the light and the power for the for the Orbis ring flash which I guess is really just like a lump of plastic with the special diffusion um, bits in it but uh, if you look at the pictures on Flickr of what you can do they look very pretty indeed um, and a great thing about having a, a ring flash as well is although it's a different type of light to a shoot through umbrella or a softbox it's a very small and lightweight way of bringing a, a, a what you would call a beauty light really into a portrait situation without having to have light stands and everything like that you know and uh, if you're careful with your, your subject to background distances or maybe throw up a white backdrop or some sort of backdrop and, and light it um, you can have some really effective type shots I'm just using just using a simple uh, ring flash so they look very good indeed um, while we're on sort of the idea of flashes as well, one of the things you could use, um, I know David Hobby poo-poos them, but you know I, I really fancy the idea of having a uh, a uh, flash meter as well, because if you're using manual flashes um, instead of TTL or, or CCL systems, you have to kind of guess the exposure. Um, so you set your flashes up, say you know a key one, maybe on I don't know half power, and then a fill, maybe on um, quarter power or something like that so you've got like a two to one ratio and you take a picture you look at the histogram and you look at the picture on the back of your camera you think right are they a bit lighter a bit dark and you can you can change it that way um, but if you've got a flash meter you can meter off the person's face for example or the subjects uh, off the subject fire the flashes and the flash meter goes all oh, right yeah what you should uh, be shooting at is because you say you've put your uh, sync speed in at um, 200th of a second you should be shooting f8 or f11 or something like that and it's, it just takes a bit of the guesswork out of it and I know with time and experience you know you don't need to guess <laughs> because you just kind of know but I like the idea of having a, a flash meter and lots of people do use them and I think it you know it would especially me who's a beginner to off-camera flash it might help a little bit but as I said before um, if uh, the strobist doesn't particularly recommend um, uh, using a, a flash meter says you don't really need one and so one of the things kind of related to that that I would say a really nice Christmas present for that you could treat yourself is the Strobus set of DVDs now he's got a new one out called Lighting in Layers which I haven't seen yet but his other one his collection of like a seminar on all these photo shoots is amazing really really good a great introduction to off-camera flash and how to do it cheaply and, and, and simply um, so I'd look out for that one um, and then if you want to take it kind of to another level where you're kind of moving away from the mechanics of lighting and moving more towards how to get great um, photographs, great pho uh, portraits of people, check out Peter Hurley's Art of the Headshot uh, DVD from F-Stoppers. It is absolutely amazing. Now, it's not cheap. I think it's, I think it's about $200 or $300, something like that. But it is... I've watched it over the last few weeks and it is absolutely amazing. It, the way that he first off he separates the mechanics of taking photographs from getting a great photograph. He says look it's not about the the, the learning how to do the light because he shows you the lighting system he uses and how you can do it. He says look you can just copy it, you know, you can set it up. It's it's simple. It's not about his camera although he does use a very nice Hulk. Um 
not Holger, what does he use? He uses Hasselblad. He says it's about the interaction between the photographer and the subject. And you get to see all that, see how he does it. And it really is very special indeed. So, a fantastic present that would be Peter Hurley's Art of the Headshot um, DVD. Um, another great one, actually, about lighting. We're on a bit of a flash trip, aren't we, for these presents? Is John Flick's Studio Lighting Decoded ebook. Um, just search for John Flick Studio Lighting, and you'll come across it. And it's this great how-to guides to, to to set up different types of lighting. Very similar in a to you know um, if you've read any of Scott Kelby's books, you know where he says he shows you a picture and says right in, t in order to take this picture, do this. And John Flick's book is like that. So they have a picture of a per of, of, of a subject with a certain type of lighting, and then he has a diagram of how he did it. Um, so it introduces you to the concepts of like butterfly lighting. Um, hair lighting, rim lights, uh, clamshell, um, all this sort of thing. Um, really, really, really good. Um, moving away from the ideas of um, uh, of flash presents and off-camera flash um, I'd, uh, Christmas presents, how about something like a photo printer? Um, I think I mentioned this one last year. I mean, I've got a, a, a Canon selfie which makes these fantastic little 6 by 4s Really cheap way of printing your own photographs that doesn't break the bank every time you've got to go and buy some cartridges um, but really pleasing to print out proper 6x4s which are lab quality you know you, you get them and they look very nice indeed but if you're a little bit more flush you know maybe check out um, getting one of the bigger Canon printers or Epson you know they make nice, nice printers too one of the reasons why it's great to print out your photos is because they're a true archive and backup that will last many many decades unlike you know the hard drive on your computer um, so maybe think about shooting a bit of film as well um, film is a great Christmas present by anybody because it's kind of a for us shooters who shoot digital and film it's a bit of a guilty pleasure isn't it to get some film and, and shoot it through um, because you know you're going to get something special because you slow down um, but one of the th another kind of thing you can add to that is you can also uh, encourage people to get your gift cards for places like in the UK, for places like Asda or Jessup's, the process film. Because although you can buy film pretty cheap, I mean, you can go to the pound shops in the UK and pick up um, Kodak film. Um, the processing could be, you know, five to ten pounds. But if you've got a gift card, I don't know, for like, I don't know, 30 quid or something, every time you've, you've gone for a roll, you can go in, you know, to your local Asda or your local Jessup's and get them to, to develop that roll of film for you. Um, and that would be really good. Because one of the things that stops me shooting film is the cost of developing. Because I've got loads of film upstairs. Um, but that would, that would be really cool. And then a very nice present to go with that would be something like a uh, a scanner like an Epson V500 or V700 or just one of the simple standalone negative or slide scanners especially if you're getting into developing your own black and white or or colour film because then you can kind of complete the circle you've got your little photo printer you develop your own black and white film and then you've got a scanner to scan those negatives beautifully if however you think no film, great, you know I like shooting every now and again but digital's my thing like me really you know I love shooting film but I can't afford to shoot all the time so I shoot a lot of digital but what I need and what I'd like um, maybe not this Christmas but because I know I've got a couple of other things coming but maybe for my birthday or next Christmas would be external hard drive for backup you can get terabyte drives now really cheap so there's no excuse not to have an external drive where you'd have 
your photos downloaded to it, maybe even two, one that you store somewhere else just in case your house burns down or gets flooded, and so you can back up all those photos. And then obviously every, I don't know, two years or so, you want to be buying another drive and copying it to that so that because eventually a whole hard drives will fail especially if you're not using them that often because they like to be spun up um, and maybe also another great sort of present that could go with that would be buying someone a Flickr Pro account because once you've got a Flickr Pro account you've got unlimited JPEG uploads so you can use it as a, as a very effective backup and I, I use it definitely where you can you you just upload your photos as private so nobody else can see them and so you can even just upload it all the upload all the photos from a photo shoot um, I guess probably one of the last couple of things I'd recommend that you might want to think about for Christmas presents are things like um, is it a great photo book um, so maybe this year I think I'll recommend Don McCullen he's a fantastic photographer known for his war photography as well but if you go onto Amazon.co.uk or Amazon.com or whatever country you're in, um, check out Don McCullen's work and maybe get one of his um, uh, anthologies of lots of his stuff. And if you don't know that you know his work, once you've had a look through his image, you'll think you'll recognise them. His stuff from Vietnam is absolutely amazing, um, and there's lots of other stuff there. Very inspirational guy who put himself in the thick of it uh, in order to bring in these these these. Uh, this uh, this information about about these places with the dynam dy dynamism of of what he shot. Another thing you could possibly go for is subscription to a magazine, but I'm not not talking about photo how-to magazines, because although they're great, you know, I mean, if you want to get inspiration about what types of photos you know the pros take, well, why not get a magazine where pros are taking photo for it? So things like National Geographic, Vogue, L, you know, real magazines. Um, not the not the how-to ones. So there we go. Just a few ideas for Christmas if you haven't got some gifts already, either for yourself or for your loved ones, or to recommend for them to buy for you. Um, I hope you do get what you're after. Um, a quick word, actually, before I go about the Flickr um, assignment we've got at the moment about people sharing the great best work for for 2012 amazing work going in there peeps absolutely brilliant very inspirational um, I keep going back through my old photos from this year and looking for a, another few to put in um, but some some amazing work and I especially like the descriptions and the explanations that people put in with the that people are putting with their photos as well very very good it's it's a uh, an honour and a privilege to be part of that Flickr group and see the work that's coming through. So, there we go. All that remains is the thanks. Thanks to Everyday Jones for doing the intro and outro music, um, which you won't get to hear on the video podcast because I don't bother putting it on. Putting it on, you only get me talking. Um, uh, thanks to everybody for taking part in the Flickr group and putting their photos in. Remember, join is free and for commenting on the blog over at robnonferro.com but most of all thanks to you for downloading and listening to the podcast and watching the video on youtube or on the blog my name's rob from robnonferro.com you can contact me scalespeeder at gmail.com and hopefully pretty soon i'll see you on quicker. Oh,